In Trump time, truth, straight, no chaser, the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room is brought to you by Getter, the Twitter killer. Sign up for Getter today and strike a blow against cancel culture. Getter, the Twitter killer, an ultimate in social media engagement. Now here's Dr. Peter Navarro deep in the D.C. swamp from the In Trump Time War Room. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro, and welcome to episode 14 of the In Trump Time podcast. In this episode, I'm going to reprise a nice little segment I did on Steve Bannon's War Room, in which Steve and I deconstruct the latest inflation data. It's a short story. A short story, that is, if you are an investor in either the bond or stock market. At some point, the stagflation that is brewing must catch up with Wall Street and the global financial markets in a meltdown that you don't want to bring a bag of marshmallows to. And by the way, on November 10th, 2021, on Steve's show, I called a short on the financial markets. And so far, I've been dead on. More about that later and soon in another podcast. At any rate, the segment speaks for itself. Steve and I never get tired of saying that if you want to know what financial news networks like CNBC and Fox Business are going to be reporting today, all you have to do is listen to episodes of The War Room weeks and often months before. We have been on top of the stagflation story since the Biden regime took office and began taking steps to undo everything Donald Trump did to build the strongest economy in the world. So enjoy listening to this podcast, and please, if you have time, give us a review as that helps us reach a broader audience. Inflation. Inflation. Kaboom. Biggest yearly increase we have seen since the 1980s, right? This is not a good number. This isn't a good uh, situation for the White House to deal with. Why? Because we get gas multiple times a week. So we see the price of gas. We see the price at the grocery store and housing. Housing prices are up in a big way, not just to buy houses, but even rentals. In the last year, we're talking about all these bidding wars. We're now seeing that for rentals. But here's the problem. We have a very good economy. The unemployment number is very low. With so many people quitting, that means they feel confident they can find another job. So the White House could tell a good economic story. However, high prices make everyone mad, and that is not good. Can you explain something to me? Because I'm just Please. a simple, simple country lawyer. It's just like when the job numbers come out. Uh, it, it, you know, they'll say, terrible report, unemployment goes to 3.9. This week... Uh, we had the fair chairman, uh, Chairman Powell, saying, I'm going to raise interest rates. And, of course, our whole life we hear, well, that's going to make the market skittish. But just the opposite happened. When Powell said we're going to have to raise interest rates to take care of inflation, the markets responded positively. Why? Because rates are currently at zero, Joe. Rates are at zero when you are in financial crisis, when you're in peril, when you need a boost. We're not. We, the country is flush with cash. It seems well, like we've yes. been there for 20 years, though. Well, okay. we shouldn't have been at zero rates. <laughs> oh, Stephanie Rule, your paymasters on, uh, your paymasters on Wall Street don't want to hear that. Of course we shouldn't have been at zero interest rates. No, Joe, you're not simple. You're a simpleton. You are a dumb, you're a, a, a dumb country lawyer that's a simpleton. We're going to start calling it the Me- Morning Mika. It's the Morning Mika show. I want to bring in Peter Navarro now. We're going to get into all this. We've got, we've got uh, Harvey Risch. 
We got Stephen Hatfield. We got Cortez. We got uh, Steve Hirsch. This is a this show of hitters today, but I got to bring in our the best puncher we got. So you warned people about this over a year ago. Uh, we yep. are where we are, but this is a raging dumpster fire that's going to burn through the working class in this country. And nobody's going to working class in this country understand. And I want every working class Hispanic and African American to understand this. This is uh, this is the Democratic Party. Their policies to take care of their wealthy donors. Okay, you heard Stephanie wrote it's a great economy. It's a great economy if you're the top one percent. If you're writing the checks for the Democratic Party, it's terrible if you're anybody else. Dr. Navarro, you warned us about this. We're now going into a situation. It's not stagflation, sir. It's something else. Dr. Navarro. See, the um, warning Joeites, Biden, and everybody in between on that side of the fence focus on this low unemployment rate number. But it's not low unemployment rate. When you factor in all the people who are long-term discouraged workers, all the people who are resigning early, by the way, some of the best people in our workforce because they're the older, more experienced, more trained people, that unemployment rate is more than double that. So, I mean, the one bright spot they say exists isn't even a bright spot. And then from there, everything else falls apart. We're decelerating in terms of growth. The Fed's threatening interest rate hikes, and they are coming. That's going to slow things down. Mortgage rates are going up. Food prices are up. Gasoline prices are up. Housing prices are going through the roof on the on the the wave of two things, which is interesting. We got people who, in the pandemic, want more housing space to go into their caves. So that's going on. Uh, but at the same time, you got all these private hedge funds buying up all the housing stock of America. Hey, the millennials, black and brown Americans, uh, these are the people who have absolutely no future. Wages might be going up for some, but they're not going up fast uh, as fast as the inflation rate. This picture behind me, I mean, we're going back <laughs> into a, a black and white world of the 70s. I remember how drab uh, this was. So this, this, these yeah. numbers uh, weren't good. And the funny part, of course, the, the market rallied um, on this, which just tells you that, that just there's all this money coursing through the veins of Wall Street. They don't care about Main Street. But it's not getting it's not getting to. OK, here's the thing I also want to say. Give you some inside baseball now. Uh, they keep saying this is the highest number in 40 years, right, to go back to 1982. 1982 was two years into the Reagan administration. This is Paul Volcker. Just, if, if there's no Volcker, there's no Reagan revolution. Volcker is sitting there and choking down as the head of the Fed. He's choking down inflation yeah. every day, hammering the economy, hammering inflation to get out. It goes, it, but it was Carter. It was really the Vietnam War, the guns and butter of the of the uh, of uh, of Lyndon Johnson, guns and butter. But it blew through and caught fire during Jimmy Carter's what destroyed Jimmy Carter's presidency. In fact, Ari Melber had actually a good piece on yesterday on MSNBC. My point: this ain't going away. This is going to burn down the Democratic Party. They've done this. This this madness of spending and, and monetary policy is now coming home to roost. It's going to burn them down. This is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Steve, it's quick, going to be a dumpster fire. Analogy. Analogy. 
Hey, real quickly, they are on. There's an article up today, as we've been telling you, up there right now, putting together another stimulus bill. Why? Because of their mandates and their mishandling of COVID. Everything is shut down. Dr. Peter Navarro. Yeah, well, it, just a math analogy here. Yeah, 82, that was like when Volcker was raising interest rates to chalk, choke off the inflation. We were at the end of the bell curve of inflation. The whole thing began early 70s um, after Lyndon Johnson had basically goosed the economy with the Vietnam War and the Great Society. <laughs> that, that was the beginning of the bell curve. We're at the beginning of this bell curve here, Steve. In other words, that 7% is going to go up to 8 and 9, and pretty soon we're going to okay. be into double oh, digits. Peter, we are, by Peter, my calculations, Peter. already yep. at 20% on the misery index if you factor everything into that equation. First off, we don't calculate inflation like we did in the old days. It'd be much higher. It'd be like 10 or 11% right now. But however, for our, pod, our massive podcast audience of over 125 million downloads and our massive radio audience that can't see this, walk through what you just did for the audience on TV. Walk through that bell curve. What does it mean, and why does it mean prices are going to? Yeah. We haven't. We're still on the upslope. Okay, so so think of a bell curve kind of as a mountain, and it's like at the beginning you're you're moving up that. So we go back to '68. Uh, Lyndon Johnson decides to prosecute the Vietnam War and also put in his Great Society program, Guns and Butter. That sparked an inflationary wave that would go through the Nixon years with Arthur Burns printing money as the Fed chair. And then uh, we hit the stagflation as, as, as the economy grinds to a halt because of the interest rate policies. And so inflation peaks uh, as Ronald Reagan's uh, running against Jimmy Carter. And we're, we're up in double-digit land on the misery index, which is the, 10%, uh, the, uh, the unemployment rate plus the inflation rate. Both were over 10%. This was like carnage. Reagan beats Carter. He brings in Paul Volcker, who has the stones. And trust me, this was, this was a man with stones who basically just clamped down on the money supply to choke out what we call inflationary expectations. There, we had to do something draconian to stop the wage price spiral, which was go, taking us out of control. We saw mortgage rates go up to like 15 16%. I mean, it was crazy time stuff, but it did break that cycle. And that's when inflation started to go on the other side of the bell curve, down the mountain. And that's 7% in 82, that's way down the mountain, okay? This 7% is at the beginning of what looks like a really bad bell curve. And by the way, that curve can have a really long plateau like in the 70s because that was a very long period of time of inflation and stagnation. And so unless we act now, Steve, to, to basically strangle this stagflation baby in its crib, we're going for a very long, hard time. And you and I know that the Biden administration yep. is not going to do that. The no, vax no mandates are screwing no, no stuff up. They're, they're going to no spend stones. more money, and they're not dealing Spe with the supply chain stuff speaking, like bringing speaking, home or manufacturing. She, she, she even whined about, Stephanie Rose whined about the supply chain. What Navarro told you, they hadn't dealt with any of the structural issues. Yeah. And on top of that, they had the massive spending bills. You have demand pull and supply push. This is the problem. It's not going away. It's going to get worse. It's going to yeah. burn a hole in the Democrat, 100 seats, 100 years. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. MAGA ascended. 
we're about to see a political realignment like 1932. Uh, Mike Allen, the corporatocracy's mouthpiece at Axios, he, 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 last night he said the Biden administration is dead. Build Back Better, yeah. dead, dead. The, 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 the stealing of the federalization of elections, dead. He just said yeah. DOA, dead. Mike Allen yeah. said it. So Peter Navarro, we ended up killing it in the crib after I remember is to go after their illegitimacy. The Biden administration has been choked down in the crib, okay, by their own hand. They're smitten by their own by radical their own policies. Hand. Yes, yes. They, they know nothing. If they had done nothing when they had gotten in, they could have rode at least some of the Trump wave. Uh, you know, Pete Buttigieg, I mean, for me, he's like the poster child of everything that's wrong with he's Joe Alfred Biden. E, he's Alfred e. Joe Newman. Biden, he's right? Alfred E. Newman. I mean, he, Let yeah, me worry. It's like you can't make this stuff if you take a mirror from a small town in, in Indiana who's know nothing about anything, put him in charge of the Department of Transportation in the middle of the worst supply chain crisis in our history, hands down, including wartime, <laughs> and he's home nursing babies. I just, I mean, come on, you can't make that stuff up. They are done. Mike Allen, hey, Mike, I'm still waiting for you to look at the In Trump Time book, but that's that's another story, Mike. But you did at least put the RIP uh, on the Joe Biden regime. It is, it is, uh, it is dead. Okay. I want to put that up on all our platforms. Everybody's got to read it. I put it on Getter last night. Mike Allen and Axios, the Biden administration is dead. Well, that's it for this edition of Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room. Be sure to order your own copy of In Trump Time today on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. And you may want to try the audiobook. This innovative production features the voices of everyone from Stephen K. Bannon, Victor Davis Hanson, and Corey Lewandowski to President Trump himself. In Trump Time, truth, straight, no chaser, the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. In Trump Time, buy it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble today. <laughs>